Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. 53106 as always if you want to get in touch with us here on the programme what's your quality of sleep like because experts have urged couples not to share the same bed if you want to improve your sleep quality and uh, journalist Chrissy Russell is with us on the line today because Chrissy you are actually you're an advocate for separate rooms I am, and I would love to say I'm nice and well rested, but unfortunately I had not one but both children up last night. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Not as well as I could be. When did it start? Ah, you see, now I was trying to trace it back because I was like, am I just blaming this on the children? But I do think that's when it started. Or no, maybe it was when I was pregnant, so I can still blame it on the children. But uh, I was enormous and uh, tossing and turning and up, getting up to pee during the night and everything. And I think it was around then that himself just took himself off <laughs> to get a good night's sleep in the spare bedroom. Um, and then, yeah, kids came along, and even though I said I wasn't going to, I ended up co-sleeping, and, you know, the bed was only so big, so again, a choice had to be made. And now, like, uh, no, most of the time, you know, the kids do stay in their own bed, but we just kind of got into the way of it. Now, not all the time, I have to say, because he'll be listening to this, and he'll be saying, oh, come on now. But, uh, <laughs> but, but some of the time, it's just nice to have your own your own space, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. You can turn and toss and twist and... Do whatever you like and oh, no snoring. Oh, audiobooks and read lit and ah, it's brilliant. The world's your oyster. Yeah. <laughs> so how long has this been the case, Chrissy? Oh, well, nice. So the eldest one is now eight. So it's been a right while. Now, I have to say it's been made a lot easier by moving oh, 100 miles out of Dublin so that we could get a spare room. So yeah. we actually do have space to retire to. And I think, you know, consider ourselves lucky to have that. But uh, yeah, just to have the extra room. And I do think that, you know what I mean? You know, I go to bed at a different time, too. I get up different time. You know, our sleeping patterns and sleeping styles and that would be very different. So I like to sort of sprawl out, you know, like a big starfish. And, uh, you know, again, there's only so much room in the bed. So I think, yeah, to maximise your, your quality of rest. Yeah, why yeah. not have your own bed? Absolutely. I was reading an interesting um, commentary on this. Actually, it was from somebody in the US talking about it and, and how her and her partner have um, started kind of sleeping sleeping in, in two separate rooms, just sort of similar situation kind of to yourself. But they sort of then, they became their own bedrooms. They, so they're kind of like two housemates effectively, but they they did up their two bedrooms in the way that they wanted, you know, their, their own clothes in each room. So they just have their own room. Is, is that... The- no, no, you see, I disagree with the housemates thing. Now, yeah, we have our own space and we've got, I'm looking, I'm in our office at the moment, we've got our own little desk space because we're both working from home at the moment. So we're together a lot of the time. So to actually have the sleeping space separate, I think is quite nice. And again, it's not all the time. And I hasten to say there's a big difference between not sleeping beside someone and not sleeping with someone. So we are talking about resting of a night. Yes. Um, and that's, you know, you're not housemates. No, you spend a lot of time. We're together now my god 15 years right like if we haven't bonded on an emotional level by now you know there's no chance um but i just i don't think that having your separate space 
like we even would share sort of we'd have different bathrooms almost he has all his nonsense in one and I've got all mine in the other <laughs> and I also I think there's a lot to be said for you know being able to separate those things and it actually making for a more harmonious relationship yeah uh, the expert warning from doctors might I add today is um, advising couples to avoid sleeping together in the same bed if they want to get a good proper night's sleep and also warning of the damaging effect that sharing a bed can have on a person's health you don't get the proper <laughs> night's sleep. Now, you see, I, I have seen no evidence of this, but I've been told that I snore and that this can have a damaging effect on, <laughs> on someone's sleep. So uh, I, think, I think you maybe need to speak to my husband about that one. But yeah, like, you know yourself, you feel so much better, don't you, when you get a good night's sleep. And I think, you know, whatever you can do to kind of maximise that. And as I say, with young kids as well. So, you know, every so often our youngest, too, like he has additional needs and he struggles with sleep. So he will get up. It's easier if one of us is dealing with that rather than both. But at least one of us then gets a good night's sleep. Uh, this texter, Chrissy, has got in touch to say, my wife's a nurse and I work shift work as well. So we don't sleep in the same bed at all. Neither of us like it. But it's a, just a must do for both of us. I think for, for shift workers in particular... I think it's very common. Like, I, I know a number of people where this is the case. I think All it's really common. Actually. I mean, they say now, I, I, I was looking up actually just before coming on, and uh, the latest statistic is one in four, but I would say it's more than that. Like, I know a good few of my friends that wouldn't, you know, wouldn't necessarily share the same bed every night, seven days a week with their partner. But I do think there is still a wee bit of a stigma attached to it. Why is that? I, I think it is that, you know, oh, well, if they're not sharing a bed, then, you know, there, there must be something wrong there, which I think is just a bit bonkers because, you know, like, why on earth do you need to be, like, sleeping beside someone to have a better relationship? That, that to my mind, doesn't make sense. Well, you want to talk to this listener here who, who describes themselves as being tired and awfully. I wish we had a spare room. My husband snores <laughs> and I can never get a wink of sleep, says <laughs> this texter. I am. <laughs> That's it. And again, it's such a shame because, I mean, it's like a lot of it obviously comes down to having the space. You know, it is a bit of a luxury because I was, I was trying to think of working examples of this. And whilst it's not a very relatable one, it's, it's a timely one. But uh, Queen Elizabeth and uh, Prince Philip, sure, there was a very long relationship. And uh, as the Crown has shown us, separate rooms. But uh, yeah. not, not everyone has that luxury. No, and that's true. Um, the, the reaction, though, Chrissy, when you, I suppose when you, like, when beyond when, when the kids were born on the very early years uh, you mentioned your eldest is eight is that right yeah. um like when you talk about the stigma attached do you get a reaction from friends or family when you when you tell them this well i'd have to say it's not something i really broadcast anymore well, than, like, any of my friends are like oh i had a great night's sleep beside my partner yeah. last night it's just you know it's not one that necessarily comes out and funny i was reading another one that was an article saying, oh, you know, you need to discuss this with your children if you're, you know, ever going to be sleeping in separate rooms, which again, I thought was nuts because, like, our eight-year-old has a lot of questions about a lot of things, but never once has it been, now, how come mommy and daddy were in different rooms last night? That yeah. just, it just wouldn't even resonate with them. Uh, my husband and I have very different sleep patterns, says this texter. I go to bed at around 10pm, but he's up until around 1am. We tried it for years, but he'd end up waking me every night and I had terrible night's sleep. We're actually much better off now. Joanna has got in touch. She says, I couldn't sleep without my husband beside me. He's like a hot water bottle. I find it comforting having him beside me. Uh, we're married for 35 years. Claire is on the line. Well, Claire, do you, um, are you a supporter of separate bedrooms? Um, hello. Andrea. How are you? I, I, Grant, thanks. Uh, I, I think it's a very individual kind of thing. 
I just sent in a message there and didn't expect to be on the line at all. It was just a kind of a funny little thing. I understand Joanne there because I've been married for 30 years and uh, my husband too, he's, he's like a hot water bottle and, you know, lovely and cuddly and that. But last year I got COVID and uh, and he didn't. So I, I uh, was delighted to get a chance to just to go off to another bed by myself because I've always liked, you know, my single years, I've always loved sleeping by myself and that and I like my own space in the bed. So anyway, about eight days into it, you know, the the the, the rule was uh, ten days of, yeah. of isolation. So after ten eight days, uh, he said, "Oh well, I think you know it's it's sure it's eight days now, you know." So I I say you're safe enough to come back now, and I said, "Oh no no no, I have to come back now. No, it has to have to be ten days. I had I had two days more grace, kind of thing, you know." Yeah. But I thought it was very funny, and I just said, "Thought I just send that in." For, yeah, it's very good. A chuckle. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're we're going to follow uh, Tony Holohan and the HSE's rules to the the letter of the law for those extra twenty four or forty eight hours sleep. I just I added to know if it kind of every cloud is some kind of a silver lining, you know. So I just had yeah. a little holiday by myself, yeah. you know. But anyway, it was nice to get do back to then. Do, you haven't taken another holiday since, no? No, no, no. no. I don't think I'd be left, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the far side of the king size is, is, is about as far as I can get now at this stage, but I'm happy enough, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, thanks a million, Claire, for, for getting in touch with us. Um, a couple of texts in very similar to that, Chrissy, as well, from people who say COVID uh, give people the opportunity to experience separate rooms without ever having to initially bring up the conversation. That's it. Funny, because yeah, my my mum, actually, now it wasn't COVID, but uh, my dad got a bad cold. And uh, I think she was only delighted to have the bed to herself and then was a bit kind of put out whenever he came back in. And again, like daddy would snore. It's obviously hereditary. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, it does disrupt the other person's sleep. You know, if you're talking about good quality sleep, then you're always going to sleep better on your own. But then you want to, yeah, whenever you do have a night together, then it's, it's quality time, isn't it? <laughs> well, not according to this listener here who says sleeping in separate bedrooms or beds translates to the end of your relationship. You just live together and you're not in a relationship suggests this texter the voice of doom isn't it no (laughs) like sure you'd get far more out of like setting aside like quality time to go out for a dinner together or you know you're just sleeping like how much bonding can you do when you're asleep Brilliant. Listen, I'm, I want to hear from other people today on the programme about whether or not you're for or against uh, the idea of um, separate bedrooms. And I suppose in particular, the uh, this listener or this, uh, this um, uh, commentator in the US talking about the fact that they actually have their own separate bedrooms where they're just totally decorated as they like, um, including all of their belongings, clothes, toiletries, the whole lot, uh, and just live in two separate rooms. Chrissy Russell, journalist. Thanks a million, Chrissy. Claire as well. Uh, thanks for getting in touch with us in the programme. 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to share your thoughts with us. Still to come, the rising cost of energy prices. We were talking about this in the show yesterday. Um, we heard from various different callers just sharing their views about the impact and one listener in particular talking about the sacrifices that he has to make no hot water for the past five years. I'm going to be chatting to some businesses though today about this. If you're affected, uh, give us um, drop us an email if you want. Lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.